Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about Mars, Red God of March. In the beginning, the goddess created the world out of her body. And as the seasons turned, what she created she caused to die. And she took it back into her body so it could be healed and restored and prepared for rebirth. But the goddess felt lonely, and so she gave birth to a son and made him to embody the green, burgeoning vegetation that arose from the earth. He was the green man, and in the fullness of his manhood she made him her consort. Together they presided over the woodlands and meadows and the abundance of fruits and grains that were his attributes. But all life must eventually come to an end in the cycles of time, And so the goddess turned the green man into the harvest, and he journeyed to the other world to await his rebirth with the coming of spring. In Roman mythology, this vegetation god was Mars Silvanus. Farmers appealed to him for abundant harvests. He was called the dying god, who returned each year through the goddess's power of rebirth. There were many such dying gods throughout the world, such as Osiris, Dionysus, Attis, and Aphrodite's lover Adonis, who seasonally died and were resurrected by their mother-sister-consort goddesses and returned to cover the earth with green. Although Mars began as a green god covered in the verdure of plant life, He, like other dying gods, eventually became the red god, covered in blood. The story of how this happened reflects the historical transition from matrifocal societies where women and men governed their communities in equal partnerships to patriarchal societies where men and gods ruled and women and goddesses were subjugated, and blood was part of this story. Blood was the essence of life, and all people have blood flowing in their veins. But women also bleed as part of their monthly fertility cycle, and women are the birth givers. Furthermore, women bleed without being injured and without dying. For them, bleeding is a natural and sacred occurrence. But men only bleed when they're wounded. So how could men and gods claim the life-creating powers of blood if bleeding was not a natural attribute of theirs? If the only way they could bleed was to die? So societies invented gods that bled. The old dying gods became bleeding gods, like the Persian Martaya, from whom Mars got his name and from whom we get the word martyr. These gods bled because they allowed themselves to be flayed, skinned alive. Flaying made their bodies red with their own blood. They sacrificed themselves, offering their own blood to themselves, thus giving themselves rebirth and eliminating the role of the goddess, taking on the power to create life on their own. The new Mars became a war god, a logical promotion over sacrificed God, for now he could shed others' blood instead of his own. No longer a leaf-garlanded vegetation God, Mars donned a suit of armor 
and a plumed helmet. Instead of a sickle of harvest, he now carried a spear and a shield of battle. Instead of the soft hand of the goddess and the companionship of nature spirits, his retinue now contained fear, dread, alarm, discord, and terror. Imperial Rome made Mars the red god of war because it no longer needed a green god of vegetation. Mars was essential to its voracious concept of Europe, conquest of Europe, the Mediterranean, and northern Africa. Mars became so important, the red planet was named for him, and the second day of the week, Mardi in Latin, and the month of the Roman New Year, March. While in earlier times, Mars Sylvanus <clears throat> marked the start of the new cycle with burgeoning green, now Mars the Red God celebrated the start of the new year with blood sacrifices. I sometimes wonder, as the earth prepares for spring, if Mars wished he could return to the old ways of Mars Sylvanus and wash his hands of blood sacrifices and don once again the green cloak of the vegetation god and become his old self, the green man of the forest. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu 